Turn your heroes into your business partners on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by GetResponse. Are you a small business owner, professional blogger, or marketing agency? GetResponse can help you connect with your audience in a meaningful way. To see how GetResponse can help your business and get your first month free, go to servenomaster.com backslash GetResponse. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. One of the biggest marketers turns to me and says, are you exclusive or can you do a project with me? How did I get to this point where someone that everyone wants to work with is actually asking to work with me, turning everything around? Everyone else pitches idea after idea, begging him to work with them, and yet he comes to me and asks me. This story is the beginning of my journey and how I became a very successful marketer. But I want to start at the beginning. This isn't something that I only do to other people. It also happens to people who interact with me. When you form the right connections with your heroes, when you reach out in the right way, your heroes will offer you opportunities. Just two weeks ago, one of the listeners of this podcast began emailing me, sent me a couple of messages back and forth, talking about some posts on my blog, some different podcast episodes, and the book she was working on. Just asking a few questions, and you know I love responding to listeners. You know that if you respond to one of my emails, I'm going to respond back. And now together, we're working on a project that I'm very, very, very excited about. It's going to be something very, very big. When you realize what's possible, the options in front of you become infinite. She did not approach me with this business idea. She was on my radar, demonstrated the skill she has, followed the pattern I'm about to share with you. So of course, when the opportunity was there, I mentioned it to her and something amazing happened. To begin this process... To begin the process of finding an amazing business partner to mentor you, work with you, help you really get started and grow in this business, step one is to find someone that you'd love to work with. You want someone who's not too high up the mountain. If you're just beginning your journey online, just beginning to build something, and you try to partner with someone who's all the way at the top of the mountain, it can be very challenging. It can be very hard to get on the radar because so many people are trying to do it. Begin by looking for someone who's living the lifestyle or the dream that you actually admire, someone whose life is one you would enjoy living. You want to find someone who's accessible. When I look for people to reach out to, I often look for the people around the top person in the industry. So I don't always go after number one. Sometimes I go after number two. You don't have to be with the best. If the best is making $100 million a month and number two is making $99 million a month, is number two really that bad? Most people... When you go to a live event or a conference, we'll fully target the main speaker. After that, the next group of people, the next largest group of people, target the individual keynote speakers. You'll notice that the panel speakers, who are actually total experts in their field and making great money and very wise, often get totally ignored. This is one of my favorite groups of people to target. There's a bunch of them. So if you approach all six at once or all five at once, you're a lot more likely to form a connection with at least one. There's a lot of opportunity there. 
and no one else is competing for it. I love looking for opportunities where no one else sees one. That's where I start to approach. So as you're picking a target, as you're picking someone that you admire, someone who you feel a connection with, get to know a little bit about them. Study their products, study their lessons, their message. If you have a real passion for Facebook advertising, if you have a real passion for Google advertising, I'm the wrong person to approach. Those are things I don't know anything about. But if you have a skill in an area where you know I'm weak, if you are a master at Facebook ads and you approached me and said, I'm doing really well with Facebook ads, but I would love to work with your products using Facebook ads, that's something interesting. That's where you bring a skill you know I don't have to me. The great thing about learning a few leaders or gurus or people online, you begin to notice their strengths and then you'll notice their weaknesses. I have areas where I'm very, very strong and areas where I'm a little bit weak. And I know the strengths and weaknesses of most of the marketers around me. Simply by studying their businesses, you can see what they work on, what they know about. Many of the people around me are very, very good in direct response marketing. They are amazing copywriters. They can make amazing digital products, but they are terrible on Amazon. Their strength and my strength are two different things. So I can often find that value that I can offer to them. You study the people that you want to get to know, the person you're interested in working with, the person who you'd love to have be a part of your business life. Find out their strengths because this will tell you their weaknesses. We've already discussed in previous episodes really assessing yourself, finding your own strengths, figuring out exactly who you are. And these are all very, very powerful things. Once you know what you have to offer, you can then begin to move forward. And that involves getting on this person's radar, getting on your target's radar. It's so much easier than you could ever imagine to get really noticed by anyone you like. Here's step number one. I can't believe no one's done this yet. I know I've mentioned this to several thousand different followers. This is a technique that will change your life. Record a video review of their book on Amazon. Almost every marketer right now has a book on Amazon. I was doing research two days ago, following all the different names of people that I kind of know or one or two degrees of separation from me. There are a lot of people who are very successful in other fields and they have a book on Amazon that's not doing that well. They don't really focus on it. They just wanted to put it out to say they have a book on Amazon. Maybe they put it out two or three years ago and haven't thought about it. That's an opportunity right there. They have a property that no one else has done any work on. Record a real video review of their their book. Buy the book, download the book, read the book, actually read it, tell you everything you know about the person, what they believe in, what they don't believe in, and record a really strong video review. They will notice because Amazon will put your video review at the top of their sales page. It will become the most prominent aspect of their sales page. You then have piece of your face on their property. You're tied to each other in a very cool way and they'll know who you are. You can also leave comments on their blog, begin to join their mailing list, review any of their products that you can afford or any of the free things they're giving away. Give back a lot of value. I say this over and over again, leaving reviews for me, leaving reviews for my books, leaving reviews for my podcast, leaving reviews on my blog, leaving comments on my blog posts, all of those things get you on my radar and they often lead to people getting free copies of my products. Anyone who leaves me really good reviews, I often email and say, I loved your honest review. I love the detail of your review. On Amazon, if you leave a review for someone, it's two sentences. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's very nice. The people who stand out are the people who write the three or four paragraph reviews that Amazon really loves. And so Amazon puts those at the top of my page listing. You'll notice when you look at a book that has like 1,000 or 10,000 or 5,000 reviews, only four or five appear on the Amazon sales page. That's where you really want your reviews to appear. So writing a very eloquent, very detailed, grammatically perfect review or doing a video review, either of those, very powerful. Responding to comments on their blog. Some people have very active blogs and they get a lot of comments. 
It can take a little bit of time to get on their radar when there are a lot of blog comments, but it's a way to begin and become a regular poster. When you leave a comment, make sure it shows a picture of your face. Make sure it shows your name. You have a, your profile filled out, whether they're using Discuss or one of the other platforms for leaving comments. Make sure that you have a profile so your image is always there to become more solidified. You want to get on their radar and give as much value as you can. It costs nothing to leave a positive review. It costs nothing to share a link on Facebook. It costs nothing to send a little positive energy towards someone you're interested in. These little acts get you noticed. We talked earlier in the lesson about how to network with people. We're planting seeds. The more positive seeds you plant, you start with five or 10 people that you think are amazing and plant these little seeds, leaving positive comments, leaving positive reviews, leaving video reviews, all of these things. You join their mailing list and really read the things they talk about. One of them is gonna notice you. Perhaps all five will eventually notice you. This is really farming. It takes a little bit of time for this to happen, but then things can change when you open communication, either virtually or in person. The best way to communicate initially is to reply to their emails. The response rate to emails is very, very low. If I send an email out to five, 10 or 20,000 people, I can expect five or less responses. Very few people think that I'm real and any marketer that they're following, they never think that person will reply to their emails. Now, some people out there, once they get to a certain size, someone else is in charge of their email. You can start responding back and forth to their email and it's someone working for them who just emails with their signature. It happens. Then you go to a live event, you mention, oh, we emailed back and forth a bunch. And they'll go, oh, I don't handle my own email. That can be a little bit awkward. So when you meet in person, just realize sometimes larger people, people with really big followings, they might have someone else who actually responds to their email. But for most people, for many, many marketers, probably 80 to 90% of people like me, we respond to our own emails because the response rate is so low. There's no reason for me to hire someone to respond to two or three emails a day. Even if I'm sending out 10, 20, 30,000 emails a day, I can easily answer all of my own emails in 30 or 45 minutes. Not enough people reply. If you simply reply to one of my emails, we're going to have a conversation. I reply to everyone who replies to me. Easy way to get on the radar. And it begins that conversation. You can also meet in person. Go to live events where the person is a speaker or the person is just hanging out. I'm going to two events over the course of the next year. I'll always post the events I'm going to be at, whether I'm just attending or speaking. It's very hard to meet me in person because I travel so rarely, but I will be traveling in December and I will be traveling in March next year. I'll post a bunch more information about each of these events when I really plan out my trip and how long I'm going to be there and have more information. That information can all be found on servantmaster.com. I'll always share where I'm going to be if I'm the person you want to meet. But whoever you're following, this doesn't just work for me. This works for anyone. Go to events where they're not the main speaker. Go to events where they're on the panel. Go to events where you can start to get on their radar. With either approach, when you're trying to get on someone's radar, when you're trying to turn giving value into actual communication, you want to let them know your strengths. When you're talking to someone, mention what you're really good at. I'm always looking for new people to work with. I'm always trying to expand. I like to be the designer of a project and have someone else underneath me who executes everything. Right now, I'm working on four or five different projects where someone else is taking the lead. I create the overarching strategy. I design the funnel, the strategy put together, the parts that are very hard for someone who doesn't know what we're doing. And then they get to run it and learn how to run a project. And eventually, my plan is for each of these people, they'll eventually take it over and run the project and we'll do a percentage split. They approached me. Each of these people found me, messaged me in different ways and let me know what they're really good at. It's not as hard as you think. and It's not that pretentious. You can email someone and say, 
I'm a really good carpenter and I'm trying to find a way to get into this. These are the things I'm good at. I would love to get a little feedback. A question like that, it's not bragging, but it's very honest about your strengths. And then the person knows what you're good at. The lady I'm working with right now, I'm very excited about. We've been trying to write, find the right fit, me and a partner for this project for almost a year now. We've been through a bunch of creative types. It's working with an artist and it's always hard to find that perfect artist. Artists are so temperamental and you have to have that perfect creative connection with someone who designs stuff you like, speaks your same language, can really follow you and you're all on the same page. She began emailing me, asking me about books and mentioned in passing that she loves doing children's books because she's an amazing artist or because she's an artist. She didn't say amazing, but I looked at her art and I really liked it. The artist I was in negotiations with and working with backed out of a project the day before I received an email from her. She mentioned her art at the exact right moment when I was looking for a replacement to fill in. And I'm very excited about that. She has great talent. She's willing to listen to the little changes we wanna make that will improve the quality of the products we're developing. And I will be sharing them with you very soon. Within the next few weeks, I'm gonna be sharing some really cool new products on my website. And I'll talk about them all on this podcast and how we're building another sector of my business. And she's a big part of it. And I'm very excited about where that's going. When you open your communication, just be honest about what you're good about. Instead of focusing on the things you want to learn and your weaknesses, which is what most people do. Hey, Jonathan, I really want to get good at Amazon, but I'm not good at spelling. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that. Start with what you're good at. Tell people your strengths. I'm excellent at this. I'm excellent at that. But then here's my weakness. What should I do? What's your advice? That gives me something to work with. The more information you provide, the more someone can really develop and find an angle. Sometimes you'll simply be someone who's on the outer orbit of their radar for a long time before they have an idea. Put forth every effort you can to meet everyone they know. The more people you know from someone's orbit, the better. The Ray, me and Jim from episode two began our relationship. He was working on a big project with six or seven other people who were working under him, but he was the boss. He was training a group of people. He was training a group of six or seven guys, and then he had five or six people helping him as junior trainers. I showed up at the very first meeting, invited by two of the other guys around him. He looked at me in that meeting and he goes, how did you end up here? How did you get invited by two different people to this meeting? I'd been on his radar distantly for six months at that point. We'd met once or twice, talked in person. Then he kept seeing me over and over again to the point where he said, how did you get here? And our relationship grew into something really special and amazing. We're still friends 10 years later. Most of my business comes from that relationship and the developments that began from that point in my life. Simply appearing over and over again, knowing everyone they know in common. I get random ads to be Facebook friends all the time. The first thing I look at is who do we know in common? And some people, they accept them from everyone. So I have certain friends who, if they're our friend in common, it doesn't mean anything to me. I know that person will accept everyone until they hit their 5,000. It doesn't mean anything. But if they are someone in between us, if there are someone in between us who actually knows me and actually knows this other person, I'll message them and say, hey, what can you tell about this person? You can get on my radar when you message me and I look and we have 10 friends in common. I'll almost always click yes, no matter what because that's a lot. You're on my radar. And the same thing happens in person. If you walk up to a group of seven people, the seven friends around the person you want to work with, and all seven of them know you, the main person's going to go, wow, you know all my friends, but I don't know you. Why don't I know you? These are the ways you can build, build, and build your way into someone's life. Once you have a little bit of contact and you know this is someone that would be cool to work with or it'd be cool if there was an opportunity, you don't want to do the hard sell. You don't want to come to them with an idea or an opportunity. I have an idea that will make us both a ton of money. People who have been in this business for a while hear that all the time, and it doesn't really mean anything. I care a lot more about people than I do about ideas. Ideas are great. I come up with great ideas all the time, though. So it's execution. It's the ability to finish things that are more important. So you want to demonstrate 
a few things that will really get them interested in you. The first is letting them know you're interested in opportunities. I get ghostwriting part gigs, partnerships, project offers all the time. I just started a new project with someone yesterday in a totally new field, simply because I said, I would be very interested in what you're doing. If there's a way we could do something cool together, please tell me and I want to implement and make it happen. It's not about begging. It's about mentioning and letting them know you're interested. People will assume often that you have no interest in working together or you have no interest in ever jamming together unless you let them know. And it can be very soft. All you say is, if you have anything that you think would be cool, just let me know. If you have anything that you think might fit what I'm good at and you're good at, or if you know someone else looking for someone with my skill set, just let me know. As Jim talked about in his interview, there's nothing more important than the ability to execute. If you demonstrate that you can execute, anything is possible. There are people that I'm working with right now that I'm partners with that don't know anything about online marketing. They have no idea what they're doing, but they have the ability to execute. That is the only thing I look for in someone I work with. If you can execute and you'll implement my strategy, I'll take care of the rest. I know how to put together overarching strategy, find the customers, find the products, put the whole business together. Having someone in place to do the heavy execution is everything. That's what separates the 1% from the 99%. Demonstrate that you can execute. Let them know that you're interested in jamming if they have an opportunity. And demonstrate that you're serious about your business and you take yourself seriously. The artist that I'm working with, we just started the project about a week ago, I, softly. I mentioned the project. I said, would you be interested in this kind of thing? And we're in that negotiation phase. Once we agreed on some numbers, she then began pushing over and over again for paperwork. I very rarely do paperwork with people because I always keep my word, but she is adamant about it. So I've already started the process. I sent a demonstration contract with the overarching things to my lawyer who's going to design and put together, you know, very fair package, but put together exactly what she wants. I don't find it annoying that she keeps asking for the paperwork. I respect that she is serious and wants to protect her art, protect her creativity. The only reason it took me a few days to send everything to my lawyer is because I keep forgetting. I've got two young kids. I often get distracted by life. She had to remind me two or three times. And then I sent a template off and some changes I wanted to make to my lawyer to get it taken care of because it's important to her. And it's also important to me. I want people I work with to feel secure. The more you demonstrate, I want to work with you, but this is who I am. This is what I need. This is how I work on a project. The more you demonstrate, I'm not free labor. I'm not weak. I'm a serious person. I'd love to work together, but I also want to make a living from it. That's okay. People respect that. When people approach me about working on something together and they just want to be my total servant, I don't find that a big turn on. I like working with people who want to work with me, but they also want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. When someone interns with me, I want them making serious money within three to six months. I want that drive in front of them. I know some companies and some industries, they inter make people be interns forever. I know if you want to be an agent in Hollywood, you have to work in the mailroom for a year or two. Even if you have a business degree from Harvard, you have to be in the mailroom. I was just listening to an interview. Spent two years in the mailroom. Then you spend a year or two as an assistant, then another year as an assistant for a bigger agent, all the way to work your way up to the job you want. It takes years and years of sacrifice. I don't like success to be that far away from people I work with. I want it to be something close and achievable. Three or six months is very believable, very doable for people. If you work with me or if you work with someone like me who knows what they're doing, it's very possible to hit profit in that time frame. Having real money in front of you, having the potential to get there in an amount of time that's reasonable will keep you inspired and successful people like me understand it. When I was talking to my, one of my heroes, I didn't even recognize him. And the entire story I share inside of Servant Master the Book, so you can find the whole story there if you want a lot of details. I use these techniques to be around the right people. When I go to events, you'll notice the right people know me. 
I'm always making sure I'm on their radars. The more effort you put into building your network, finding people you want to work with, demonstrating your strength while giving them value, the sooner you'll find a hero who wants to reach out to you and connect with you. The ability to execute overcomes everything else. If you find the right person, give a lot of value, get on their radar, demonstrate that you can execute and let them know you're interested in working together, you will find a hero that wants to work with you. And that will change the entire course of your financial destiny. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back next Tuesday with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Head over to servenomaster.com backslash podcasts right now to find out how you can win a free copy of my brand new book.